Damn. It's been a long time. I shouldn't have left you without a dope pod to step to. Shit. It is your fucking one and only favorite Wody, Jack or Jack, man. Just another nigga with no bitches and an opinion, man. It's got me fucked up around here, man. Come on, dog. <laughs> I was just playing with y'all, man. What's going on, y'all? When the last time I dropped the podcast? What was it, two weeks ago? I think it was two weeks ago. I don't know. But, um... Yeah, man. We back up in this motherfucker. Shit. The hell y'all been up to? Not a damn thing. I feel it. I feel it. What the fuck I been up to? Moving. School. Work. My girl. All kind of shit, man. Let me turn off this motherfucking jacket, nigga. Y'all hear that shit in the background. Hold up. Hold on. Let me let the hook ride for y'all niggas right quick. Real quick, hold up. Like every time I pick up, pick up, I think I never lose my ride. I try to make it if you call. All right, for sure. All right. As always, uh, this ain't going to be a long pod. Nothing too crazy. Uh... I ain't know what the fuck. I, honestly, I ain't, I ain't know what the fuck I want to talk about. I really ain't got shit to talk about. For real, for real. Uh, something did just pop up in my head though. Thank God, uh, I, I I seen that. So I'll just I'll just talk about this and see what y'all see what y'all think and, and whatnot. You know. But uh, let me just update y'all on some shit. Again, like I said, what I've been up to, my girl. Uh, me and my girlfriend, we are now, we have taken, we have taken the next step, guys. Uh, it's, uh, it's, uh, do or die right now. We are officially living together. So, uh, I guess niggas is either getting married or is, you know, sayonara. <laughs> you feel me? I guess that's what the fuck it is, you know? <clears throat> And, uh, but it's cool, you know, it's cool, it's cool, it's cool, it's cool, you know, uh, she be cooking and shit every now and then, every now and then, uh, it's cool to be able to just cuddle and shit like that for the time being, but, uh, truthfully, a nigga ain't used to it, man, and I don't really... If I'm being totally honest, I don't like that shit. If I'm being totally honest, I don't like that shit, man. I don't like this shit in the least motherfucking bit, man. My girl be trying to... She be yapping too much, man. Be trying to boss me around and all this and that shit. And, you know, I don't, you know, I don't like it. I don't like it. But, you know, I understand. It's just something I got to get used to, you know. Little, it's just silly shit, but you know it is what it is. But yeah, we living together now. We niggas in a, officially moved out the hood. Well, not officially yet, but we we uh, you know, niggas still in arms reach. Niggas still in arms reach of the hood, 
But uh, by the end of the week, we should be officially out. Take a sip to that. Niggas should be officially out. And uh, we downtown, little Tokyo. Nice little area. See, I was I was so against moving downtown for the longest. For the longest. Before my girl even moved up here, all she ever talked about was, I want to move downtown. I want to move downtown. Apparently, her cousin, apparently one of her cousins lived downtown, and she went inside their studio one time, and it was just set up nice. I guess her cousin, her cousin's uh, wife is like a, a interior decorator or some shit like that. So she just fell in love with however they had they shit set up. So she was like for years, she's just been like obsessed with living downtown. And I'm like, nigga, what? Who the, what the fuck you want to live downtown for? It's nasty. It's dirty. Niggas be wildin'. The home, like the homeless, is crazy. I'm not saying they crazy, but I just mean like. The amount of homeless people just scattered out downtown is crazy. Like, I was literally just driving through yesterday, right? I was driving through yesterday, uh, but I, I I had took the wrong way. I took the wrong way to get to the new apartment. And uh, my nigga, everything all cool. I was on 5th Street. I was on 5th Street. Everything was all good. Until I cross spring. Once a nigga cross spring and then cross main street, my G. It's like two different worlds. It go from buildings and shit all over the place, lights and this and that, looking vibrant to tents. Target baskets. Shopping carts. Hella bicycles. Motherfuckers just all over. I'm like, my nigga, downtown, this Skid Row shit is wild. Wild, my nigga. So I'm like, hell, I'm like, you know, who the fuck wants to live downtown? Like, let's go to Hollywood. And that's where me and my brother was looking at one point. My brother was hell bent on wanting to live in Hollywood. I'm like, all right, I'm with it. Honestly, I didn't care where we moved to. Really, it was my brother and Kobe that were just, like, losing their shit about trying to find somewhere to move. And I'm like, all right, whatever. Like, I don't care where we go. I ain't tripping. But them niggas was, like I said, them niggas was on it. And where we ended up moving to was actually our first choice. But, like I said, my brother, he was trying to throw in his little two cent and shit like that. Uh, Like, he was taking some type of initiative trying to, <laughs> I don't even know why we listening to that nigga. Like, fool. This spot ain't even open and this and that shit. You ain't even looking. Oh. Uh, so yeah, we we uh we had missed out on we had missed out on the spot that we're living in now through for three hundred dollars cheaper just two weeks ago. In LA, like I tell motherfuckers, in LA you looking for a place to live, my nigga, you you got a better chance you got a better chance finding a job in LA before you find a place to live. Shit stupid. Niggas be jumping on shit quick, boy. For real. But um, yeah, you know, we're downtown. And so this is a wild thing, y'all. So right now we're living in Little Tokyo, right? Well, after we missed the Little Tokyo spot and the Broadway spots because the prices kind of went up, uh, 
we decided to go with this place called the Mosaic, which was by Union Station. Now, I already was like from the jump, like, oh, like this, this building isn't bad. It's got everything we want. It's got a washer and dryer in it. It's got parking and shit, a gym, rooftop pool, whatnot. Like, it's what it's cool. It's cool. But I was kind of like, I'm like, but I don't know about what if I want to live right next to fucking Union Station. Like, oh, that seems a little whatever. And um, but we was like, fuck it. The price was okay. You know, and we felt like it was crunch time. It was crunch time because, you know, our lease is up this month at the at the beginning of next month. So we had to find somewhere to get into. Right. And uh, so I'm like, all right, for sure. So it's me, my brother and Kobe. Now, out of us three, I'm the only one that had seen any of the apartments that we had thought about going to. And I probably looked at like maybe five or six of them. Uh the other two, my brother and Kobe, they just seen pictures and whatnot online. I was the only one that actually went to these spots. So I go to the Mosaic. I see it. I'm like, all right, whatever. Like, this place will do. It's cool. It's suffice. So we sign. So, we you know, we apply for it. We get approved, all this and that shit. So I go and pick up the keys. I go pick up the keys on Friday, last Friday. I go, we were, that was going to be our move-in date, last Friday on the 19th. I go pick up the keys. It's like 9-something in the morning. And uh, I get the keys. Dude takes me to the apartment. He tells me everything, you know, gives me my little welcome letter, all this and that shit. And it's like, all right, for sure. And uh, we in this bitch. So I was in that bitch. I was in that bitch. And then I probably was just standing in the in this empty apartment for about three minutes. And then I just lost all of my shit. Literally just lost all my shit. I just had a fucking meltdown. Now, not like I was crying and screaming and just throwing shit all over the place, but you know when you just have one of those just like emotional fits to where like you're just incredibly irritated and incredibly agitated. Like you're not wilding, but on the inside, you wilding. Like, you wilding for the utmost. You know what I'm saying? Like, it was one of those type fits. And I'm just like, man, what the fuck are we doing in here? I'm like, this apartment is small. I'm like, we missed out on the artisan. Because uh, that bitch was big. The best apartments, size-wise, out of all the ones we looked at, was the artisan and this one apartment that I did look at in Hollywood. It was an old building. It was an older building, but it had everything I wanted. It had two parking spots. Uh, can't remember if it had a washer and dryer or not, but I believe it did. But it was an old building. The one thing I hated about it was, uh, I think it was because it was an old building, 
and the elevator the move-in elevator was su- like the the elevator was stupid small bro i'm like how the fuck did anybody even move in this thing like you can barely fit two people in here let alone a mattress let alone a couch or some shit like that you feel me so uh but as far as like space wise and shit like that it was the perfect apartment it was you know perfect so anyways back to the mosaic I call my girl and I'm just like, man, we fucked up. I'm like, we really fucked up, babe. I was like, I, I was like, this place just feels small. And what I hated about the Mosaic was it had low ceilings. Like the ceilings were, uh, the ceilings were barely taller than the door frame. Like, if you were if you were seven foot, my nigga, you was you gonna have to walk around with your head ducked. Like, for in in, in damn near like the whole apartment. Except for like the room and the living room. But in the kitchen and all that shit, like the ceilings were super low. And it was dark, like the 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 lighting and shit, it was just it was just terrible, you know? So I'm just like I just did not like the apartment. I really just didn't like it whatsoever. So my girl, she gets the bright idea after she sees me just or after she just listens to me throw a fucking hissy fit over the phone, she gets the bright idea of like, well, maybe we can call and switch because the Mosaic and the artisan is, uh, it's, uh, they're under the same property management, this and that. So maybe we can just switch it or whatever the case may be. So like, I'm mad though. I'm mad. We talking this and that shit. Long story short, uh, we talking in the morning and we don't talk for like the next two or three hours because I'm just irritated. I said some shit. And so that was just, you know how those little conversations go where you just slick at the mouth and you just like, all right, nigga, I ain't dealing with you right now. So that's kind of how she was with me. Like, all right, nigga, I ain't, I'm not even fitting to be fucking with you right now. So then about two hours pass, three hours pass. It's in the evening, or it's about that afternoon, maybe 1 o'clock. I text her. I'm sorry. I don't know why I let that shit, I don't know why that shit made me so mad, this and that, but I apologize, you know. And uh, then she's like, call me quickly. I'm like, okay. I'm sorry, guys. Uh, I'm at work right now, <laughs> and I just had to add some more time to the motherfucking, to the next gen. Y'all niggas, come on, man. Where are all my niggas that know about next gen, man? One time for you. Shout out everybody that know about next gen. You feel me? Uh, But um, so she's like, call me quickly. I'm like, all right. So I call her. What's up, babe? She was like, so I just got off the phone with this lady, this and that, and we are able to switch. We are able to switch. Uh, they already, they're going to run our stuff because we had already went and talked to these people before. So our shit was kind of already in the system. And um, yeah, man, long story short, long story short, my nigga, we moved in. We, we got the keys for one place in the morning. By the evening, we had the keys to another place. The place that we actually ended up wanting to begin with. 
and all this and that shit. And it's just funny because, like, once my brother seen it, when my brother finally seen it and shit, shit like that, when we got the keys, I was like, uh, when he seen it, he was like, oh, damn. He was like, he was like, shit, after this, after seeing this now, this never even should have been a, uh, it should never should even been a question that we was going to move here. And I'm like, I know, but, you know, niggas was, niggas wanted to move to Hollywood. Niggas wanted to, but me and my girl, we just think like, man, we need space. We need space. So, you know, long story short is niggas is finally out the hood. Niggas is no longer in the hood no more. Uh, nigga, I will miss it. Sayonara. I'm going to miss the, the lady every morning. Tamale! Tamale! Something like that. But I didn't know what she was saying for the longest until somebody else that was a resident of the hood, another hood, to where someone that was also a resident to their hood did something familiar. And we realized that the lady was was walking around all morning screaming tamales. She had fresh and hot tamales for everyone. Uh, but, yeah, you know, niggas is, niggas is out of niggas is off a union place. You know what I'm saying? Like I said, last year, this time last year, niggas was, uh, not niggas, but, you know, niggas. Niggas was homeless last year, sleeping on Wheezy's couch, going through a brutal, going through a brutal summer, hot as fuck. Hot as fucking Arcadia, sleeping on Wheezy's couch and shit like that, nigga. Sleeping in my, sleeping in my car and shit like that in Hollywood, nigga, before class, getting off work at six in the morning. Going to class, sleeping in my car, and all kind of stupid shit, man. Uh, so yeah, for niggas to be, you know, living in this nice little area that we living in now, art district and shit, like, you know what I'm saying? We didn't came up, we didn't came up. Niggas ain't in the hood no more, for sure, for sure. But um, uh, yeah, yeah. One time forward, one time forward. All right, what's next? What is next? What's next? Um, do I want to speak on maybe the Lion King, or do I want to finish off? I'll finish off with the Lion King. This is what I'll say. So I seen some shit the other day, right? I seen some shit the other day on Twitter, and I was wondering exactly how all right this is what i seen so i'm on twitter the other day and i seen this one cat say he said if if all you want if 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 all you want matter of fact hold on y'all i'll just find it on twitter because since my twitter don't be popping it's nothing for me to scroll back maybe just two days ago and uh, see what the fuck the conversation was. Damn, is it going to let me see this shit or is it not? Okay, here we go. My, my guy says, y'all want to be rich for material reasons, which tells me you got 
self-esteem issues. 100. Then my guy Smith, Smith540, if y'all haven't checked out uh, To Whom It May Concern, check it out. Because y'all already know these three words is, you know, one of the illest songs. These three words could probably be on the list, for real, for real. Like, I'm, I would imagine just for song quality, for song quality, I think it qualifies to be on the list. But being that my nigga is unknown, I don't think I could put him on the list because as far as, like, I guess uh, the notoriety that would be needed to at least be able to be on the list of greatest rap songs ever, top 1,000, you know what I'm saying? I, I There's got to be some type of level of attention and uh, – I, I, that's the only reason why I can't put my nigga on there on the list, but my nigga on the list with these three words for sure. But anyways, so then my guy Smith goes, he goes, damn right I want a big crib and a fly whip. What's your point? Homie goes, I know millionaires who drive Hondas, bro. Now, that's 100% facts. I can't tell you how many times I've slid out through motherfucking Los Feliz. I done slid out through motherfucking uh, Hancock Park. You know what I'm saying? Uh, motherfucking Beverly Hills. Well, no, nah, it's a little different than Beverly Hills. But like Brentwood, especially like Santa Monica and shit like that. See, out here in L.A., millionaires and shit like that, like, it's a little hard. It's a little harder to to scale it, uh, or at least the point I would try to make. Or I don't even know what I'm trying to say right now. But what I'm really trying to say is, because the housing market and cost of living up here is so much different than anywhere else, I I don't know if the if the what I was gonna say is you know with the whole millionaires driving Honda things. Even though I that is such facts and I see it all the time, but what I I was just gonna say like out here in LA, yeah, I see that, but also, you know, I don't know if millionaires driving a Honda in LA actually qualifies because um uh, a million dollar home in LA is like a two bedroom. Maybe a maybe a three bedroom, depending on where you at. Um, you know what I'm saying? And that's still going to be small. You ain't really got no yard or no shit like that. You just in a regular ass suburban neighborhood and your house is probably going to run you 1.1, 1.2, some shit like that. Uh, so of course there's hella Hondas and Toyotas, but my guy was speaking truth on that. I, like I said, I can't tell you how many times I've driven past the big, nice houses and shit like that. And niggas is. Everybody got a Honda. Everybody got a, a Toyota Sienna van and or a Honda Odyssey or some shit like that outside of the big ass shit. Now, what we don't see and what we don't know is what might be in that motherfucking garage. Shout out my homegirl A-List. Because she got a nice ass crib and, you know, her people's got the 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 nice bins, the regular little benzes and whatever, you know, outside. You know, it's money. 
but you just thinking, yo, you know, that's nice money, good little money and like that. But then you see in the garage and you know what I'm saying? Lambo, McLaren. So niggas might have the Hondas in the driveway to throw niggas off, but ain't no telling what might be up in the motherfucking garages. So, but it was true. But also, I thought my home, I thought homie was a little off in saying that that niggas have self-esteem issues if they want to be if they only want to be rich to have nice things so i'm like so i reply back like mugs got low self-esteem because being down bad is all they know i'm like shit if i was broke as hell which i am i'd want to be rich for material things too that big house in mercedes might heal my self-esteem for life I might get that big ass Mercedes, that that wide body Benz. I might get that big ass crib, and I might and 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 because with that, obviously has come some type of success. So I'm gonna assume I put in the work. You know what I'm saying? I'm gonna assume I put in the work because my last name Brown, so I can't necessarily see myself getting lucky. And winning no motherfucking lottery or no shit like that. It just don't seem to work out for niggas for my lineage. You know what I'm saying? That type of luck. So uh it's gonna have to just be all 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 off the off the sure will, the sure will and want of having all that shit. So uh yeah. My self-esteem w- would likely be healed because now I'm proud of myself. You know what I'm saying? Now I didn't I didn't I didn't put the work in, you know, mad hours in the studio or whatever the case may be to get this big ass house, to get this big ass shit. You know what I'm saying? Like for sure. For sure. So anyways, I'm like, you know, I'm like, so that might heal my self-esteem for life or maybe it won't. But fuck all that. Give me the money. You know, let me find out for myself, you know. And, uh, and, uh, then the guy was like, the guy was like, cause I'm like, look, I'm like my G I'm like, you know, the kind of work ethic, low self-esteem has, uh, has been the driving force behind all these great albums, movies, comedy specials, shit, even some inventions, you know, like all that for at the end of the day. So niggas can still kind of flex, you know? And uh, dude was like, so I want, he was like, man, I just want paper to break generational poverty in my family. He was like, you know, uh, he was like, I'm going to be the man regardless of what I got and and this and that shit, you know. And uh, he was like, you know, I seen niggas, he said, I seen niggas, you know, pull up in foreigns, but they kids is still in the trenches and, and, and all this and that, you know. So the homie Smith was like, hey, that's just niggas getting money and then not really knowing what to do with it. That's on them. You know what I'm saying? That's on them. But my whole thing is like, well, if that's the case, then everybody got self-esteem issues because everybody want more. Like, everybody wants to be some type of comfortable, no matter, like, whatever that is, whether that's a big-ass house, whether that's just a car that turns on. If I got a 75 fucking Cadillac, Eldorado and the bumper and shit and about falling off and all this other shit, 
Then and, and, and now all of a sudden, because I want me a fucking new Toyota Corolla, nigga, like, why can't I have a what you mean? Why can't I have something nice? Like why I why I don't get it. I don't get it. I, I I'm really curious to what to what that guy really what he was really trying to say or just his thought process behind that because it's like who don't want to be rich who don't like nice things like that just didn't i don't know that just didn't that just didn't make much sense to me that just because a nigga want to have, have have you know a nice house or wear fly clothes and all that shit that you know they got low self-esteem like that's I don't know. That's either not true or it is true and everybody got low self esteem. So what's the difference? I don't know. Uh I don't I don't even motherfucking know. And there was more I wanted to say about that, but now that I'm just like really speaking on it and trying to figure out what homie meant, then I'm actually kind of losing my steam on what I wanted to talk about because it just kind of didn't really make too much sense, uh, you know, in my head, in my head. But, uh, you know, but like the nigga was saying, he was like, you know, I want buildings and property and shit like that. But I'm like, you know, if you think about it, a building is also materialistic. Land, property is also... Honestly, shit, land and property, land is probably the most materialistic thing you can buy. Because you really not taking that with you. I bought a Rolex and some fly Nikes, you can at least bury me in it. So if I'm buried in it, shit, we don't know what goes on in the afterlife. I might be, I might have it. I might still have a rolly on when I'm at the gate. I might still have on some fresh ones when I'm at the gate. I don't know. But can you take land with you? Can you, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, what can you do with it? Earth been here for millions of years. I heard I heard this shit on a podcast the other day, and I was like, you know what? That is actually a wild-ass point. And I think I kind of agree. But homie was like, think about, he was like, think about how crazy it is, the thought of someone saying, I own land. Earth has been here for millions of years, and all of a sudden, somebody's just gonna walk up to you and be like, "Nah, that, all that right there, that little spot right there, that's me. That's my shit. I own that. I own that that patch of grass right there. Like, what, my nigga? What you mean you own that patch of grass? Like, when you really sit back and think about it, like." How the fuck can somebody tell you they own a part of the earth? It's the fucking earth. This shit has been here way before we've been here. And it's going to be here way after we're here. Way after we're gone. Like, what do you mean you own it? You know, that's just a concept that we've all been grandfathered into. So it's more than motherfucking normal. But that's uh. That's kind of weird, too, you know? A building. You can't take a building with you. What do you want a building for? Why would you want a building outside of a Rolex? Or more than some shoes? Like, what the fuck are you going to do with a whole-ass building? Besides, 
make more money besides being super rich. You know what I'm saying? And my guy talking about my guy talking about how he want to, you know, break generational poverty and shit like that. Then it, then it sounds like you got low self-esteem. It sounds like my guy got low self-esteem. It sounds like he got low self-esteem for his whole entire family's name. Like, because it like what what he like if you want to get your people out of poverty and put them in something better, then what's the what's the difference between someone else that only wants to be rich for the same thing? Cause cause you gonna do the same thing. You know what I'm saying? Like if homie get a million dollars and move his family out the hood or whatever the case like that. He's still probably going to buy them a big-ass house or some shit. You know? Niggas is probably still going to have some nice clothes or whatever. Like, it's going to be the same thing if I get rich. I'm going to have me a nice house. I'm going to have me some nice clothes. Or or a nice car. That don't mean the car going to be a Lamborghini. It might just be a Corvette. Or it might just be like a nice-ass BMW. That don't mean the house is going to be, you know, 13,000 square feet. It might just be a nice little fucking two, three bedroom somewhere. It might just be a nice little condo. But if I got the money, it's going to be a whole lot better than what I'm in now. That's for sure. That's for sure. So, um, yeah, you know. Yeah, that was wild. What y'all think about that? The people that just want to be rich and flex and and, and and wear all the jewelry or not want to be, you know, do you believe that person has low self-esteem? Or do you believe that person just enjoys nice things and wants to be in nice things? You know, because we all put value on shit. What's really valuable? Outside of time, outside of love, we all just put values on things. Even, I mean, it might not be Gucci, but even just Nike. Nike is better than Adidas or better than Under Armour because nigga said it is. You know? So that's what we own. Polo is better than motherfucking Nautica because nigga said it is. You know what I'm saying? Like, a Lamborghini. What's really cool about it? You know? It's just fast. But I ain't never drove one, so... A Lamborghini could suck. The handling might not be that might not be that dope. Sitting that low to the ground might be a little overrated. You know what I'm saying? And the car wide as fuck, so you might not even like that. Like, what's really hard about it? I don't know. Nigga said it's hard, so that's just what we take it as. You know, so yeah. I don't know. I'm 35 minutes in. I wasn't trying to go too long, so. I'm just going to finish it up with uh, a Lion King review. Shit was, uh, 
solid. I'll give it a B minus. I know I give it a B. I'll give it a B. The uh the attention to detail for this live for this live animation was hard as fuck though. I mean that shit was hard. It was hard as fuck. It looked amazing. Uh it was basically shot for shot low key. Uh like the like the cartoon. You know. The only thing that I didn't like about the movie, and I kind of thought that I wouldn't like it going into it. And that was Beyonce, guys. That was Beyonce. And I thought that I might have been tripping going into it, thinking about that. I thought I might have been tripping when I left the movie. And I was thinking like, ugh. I don't know. But I get on Twitter and shit like that. And as far as the Twitter world goes, it seems like them niggas was kind of thinking the same thing a little bit. We ain't really appreciate Beyonce's performance in this legendary movie. But what I it made sense to me as the movie was going on when I remembered all the motherfucking musical numbers that them niggas was doing in the movie. So I'm like, oh, okay, two birds, one stone. They're going to get Beyonce because she can sing. So she can sing in the shit. They're going to put together the album. She on that shit. Like, Beyonce just being attached to the movie for sure. That made it do numbers and all that, you know? But Beyonce's uh, voice acting just wasn't there. It It didn't sound, it didn't feel as effortless as you know her amazing abilities to be a performer her amazing abilities to be a singer like we all we come on my nigga like i really ain't even gotta speak on it we know it's fucking beyonce man it's fucking b like you know but on but on the movie side mm. And this is why I was going into it with questions. Anytime I've ever heard Beyonce talk, because Beyonce's voice is distinct than a motherfucker. Super distinct. It's kind of bassy, at least for a woman. It's kind of bassy when she speaks. Uh, and it's dry as a bitch. Beyonce, anytime I've ever heard Beyonce speak, it's always just been super dry, super monotone, like just hardly like ever. It seems like any type of emotion (laughs) or any type of just like inflections, like, I don't know. It's just always just like flat with it. You feel me? Always just kind of fucking flat with it. And, uh. And that's all I could think of. That's all I could hear. That's all I could hear throughout the movie. Like, I'm listening. I'm watching it. And I'm listening to Nala talk. And I'm just like, fuck, man. That's Beyonce. Like, that's Beyonce. It sounds like Beyonce. And what it really sounds like, it sounds like Beyonce is reading her lines. It don't sound like she really performing it. It don't sound like she really... 
uh, you know. Uh, but yeah, outside of that, outside of her performance, the movie was okay. It was pretty good. And and I and and I don't want to say it as if Beyonce just ruined the movie because she didn't ruin the movie. Um, but I just feel like off top, there probably was five. There was probably five five names that they easily easily could have picked over Beyonce. Like even if they just wanted to stick to the diverse, if they still wanted to just play the diverse card, they could have picked my girl Zoe. Zoe Saldana's, you know, they could have picked motherfucking, uh, shit. I don't know. Maybe Jennifer Hudson. Who knows? They, I, I don't know. I just feel like there was probably so many more options that they could have went with over Beyonce. Um, and what else did I not really like too much about it? Uh, some, some, some parts of the movie it got a little corny. Just some of the lines and some of the shit like that. It was just like it was a little corny. But I guess also though, being that I am fucking twenty seven, going on twenty eight next week, how good was the movie really supposed to be to me? As like a a movie that was clearly you know it's for kids, you know. And that's not to say adults can't enjoy kids' movies because we can. Shit, shout out Coco. You know, I shed tear. I shed tears twice watching that movie. You feel me? Twice. So, of course, you know there's kids' movies that niggas can fuck with hard as hell. But yeah, I'm just gonna give Lion King a solid motherfucking B. <laughs> a solid B for the motherfucking queen. You know, and uh, yeah, yeah, you know, I think I'm going to get up out of here. I think I'm going to get up out of here on that one, guys. Is there anything else that I would like to speak on? I spoke on my current situation of moving. I briefly spoke on whether or not niggas got low self-esteem just because they want to be rich. Um. Yeah, I'm not too sure what what my guy was trying to say with that because I feel like everybody wants to be rich or everybody just thinks about being rich. You know, even if niggas ain't dying to be rich, motherfuckers think about being rich every now and then. Niggas think about what they would do with the money. Like, I I don't know too many people, and I ain't never heard too many people say, you know, soon the, you know. The day I ever get, you know, 150 M's, you know, I'm going to go hard with the charity. Or I'm going to, like, come on. Come on. If you want to be rich just to be the greatest businessman in alive, like, you might not have, you might not necessarily have low self-esteem, but then I'll just say then, that you still want to look for some type of validation. You still seeking some type of validation. Whether that's from other people, whether that's you maybe, I don't know, wanting to validate yourself by just continuing to knock out goals and shit like that. Like, when it comes to this money shit, my G, like, there's always a motive. 
There's always a motive. There's no choice but to be a motive, especially when you grow up in America. All we know is capitalism. All we know is you better figure out a way to fucking get it. You know what I'm saying? That's just the culture of America when it comes to this money shit. Do you know? So, yeah, I'm not. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, I'd like to. Yeah, I don't know what I don't know what my guy was talking about with that one. Um. Then the Lion King. Is there anything else? I do not believe that there is. Again, guys, I. Oh, what I will say, there's going to be no video for this podcast. Um, my camera, my camera had died on me and I didn't bring my motherfucking charger with me. Didn't bring my, my charger with me or my other camera. I thought I had both my cameras in my bag, but I didn't. So there will be no video for this podcast, unfortunately, but I feel like I've gone so long without doing a podcast and I just didn't want to wait any longer. So. Here I am dropping it. And now for it's on the list. Now, I don't know if this song necessarily fits because it's not a rap song, even though it's got us an, an amazing hip hop rap type of bounce. And one of the greatest rappers alive is uh, featured on it. But, um, yeah, it sounds like this that makes me, this is why I think I'm going to switch it over to, you know, no longer the greatest rap song alive, you know, the greatest rap songs ever, top 1,000. I think I might just, I think I might just do greatest songs, you know, just the greatest songs ever, you know? Yeah, I think I might just, I think I might just do that. But anyways, without... You know, without any further ado, please enjoy. Tell me. I've been drinking, I've been drinking. I get filthy when that liquor get it to me. I've been thinking. I've been thinking, why can't I keep my fingers off it, baby? I want you, nah, nah. Why can't I keep my fingers off it, baby? I want you, nah, nah. Cigars on ice, cigars on ice. Feeling like an animal with these cameras all in my grill. Flashing lights, flashing lights. You got me pity, 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 baby, I want you, nah, nah Can't keep your eyes off my pity, daddy, I want you, nah, nah Drunk in love, I want you We woke up. up in the kitchen saying how the hell did this shit happen, oh baby Oh, 
slow resting under these lights. Boy, I'm drinking. Walking in my last seven living. I'm rubbing on the rope, rubbing. If you scared, call that ribbon. Boy, I'm drinking. Keep my brain right. I'm on the brown, yeah, gangster wife. Do a shit, he sweat it out like wash rags, he wet out. Boy, I'm drinking. I'm singing. On the mic to my boy, twist and I feel the tub up halfway, then ride it with my surfboard. Surfboard. Respect this way, nothing but respect, love, and admiration. 
I ain't never heard Drunken Love a day in my life, and I didn't go into full woman mode. Full, I don't know what the fuck you want to call it. All I know is when that shit come on, nigga, I'm jamming. I'm singing to the top of my lungs, whatever. I'm in, I'm in there, nigga. Any motherfucker, any nigga to front on Drunken Love, I don't even know if I, I don't think I could trust you. Like, you can't be trusted. Yeah, that's for sure, man. There's just some shit. There's some shit that, you know, when if motherfuckers ain't never did it, like, how can you really trust them? If you fronting on drunken love, how can I trust you? I can't really trust your opinion on much. Because you, like, there's, come on, my nigga. Like, come on. Like, if you too cool, nah, I can't trust you, my nigga. That's just like if you ain't never if you were if you was never in the junior choir, if you ain't at least do a year on the junior choir in somebody's church, how can I trust you? How can I trust you if you've never sang melodies from heaven? Like where the fuck are you from? Huh? Like that's wild. But, uh, all right, guys, I'm out, man. It's been another motherfucking episode of Speak On It, the podcast, hosted again by your one and only favorite Wody, Jack of Jack, man. Please like, follow, share, put your best friends on, put people on. You know what I'm saying? Uh, again, slowly growing, slowly growing, but. We will grow. We will be. You know what I'm saying? One day you'll be able to tell motherfuckers, I was listening from the beginning. I was here from the beginning. That's how I felt last night. Last night I went to, uh, shout out to Young Sparks, man. I went to their, uh, they, they was performing at this art guy, at this art exhibit. This art show, uh, I think it was called the Tiny Art House. Nice spot. Cool spot. And uh, the 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 boys were performing, man. And I just remember looking around, and I'm like, "Yo, they're performing," and there's literally like mad people in this place that isn't watching them right now. Like there was a lot of people watching, but everyone wasn't watching. Like majority of the people were just walking around, you know kicking it or whatever the case watch it i don't know what the fuck majority of the people were doing but it didn't look like majority of the people were paying attention to the show and i'm like yo these niggas like niggas do they not know these are the fucking young this is young sparks like niggas not watch like y'all niggas don't know who the fuck y'all watching right now (laughs) like like these are the fucking guys man like y'all tripping i'm up in there me and my girl we dancing we we dancing the roll, you know, roll was going off. They finished their little set. They did a little jam session right quick. And then they did one more song. And I was saying, I was saying all night, I was like, uh, uh, well, after they finished their little set and they said they was gonna jam out, I was just thinking to my head, like, man, I hope they either play Carousel or My Muse. The last song they did was Carousel. Going to the uh Going to the carnival, oh, oh, oh. 
Oh, what a, what an amazing song. Anyways, again, so shout out to Sparks, man. Uh, shout out to everyone that was listen that that uh that listens to the pod. Hey, Jack Haynes got some new music coming soon. That's for sure. Next month, sell a million. You know, first single off the upcoming project. That's gonna be dropping later this year. Uh. Yeah, that's it, man. That's it. <laughs> I got to just get me like an outro song because I hate doing an outro. You know, I hate it. I suck at it. But anyways, all right, guys, I'm out. Peace out.